You know what I feel like? A mother effing beer. You take your shirt off, you know, you, you have a beer. That's my daughter's, you take that off! If I can't scuba, then what's this all been about? What am I working toward? Of course, my horse. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Pat's hey. back. And we've got fucking Jared here. That's me. Jump step, baby. Let's go. A real certified douchebag. Hey, I'm just saying you said it, <laughs> not me. Well, Steed is MIA. Uh, I'm gonna... Speaking of certified douchebag, he is MIA right now. Yeah, he was uh, supposed to be on this show. I legitimately don't know what's going on with him. I'm assuming... He's going to tell me that he was sleeping the next day. Um, that's my only guess. Here's the only potential excuse I could see for that happening. So me and Steed were in Nashville this past weekend. We were in Nashville for a fantasy football. The loser of the Chub Club, our fantasy football group, has to plan out a trip for the whole group. To There's 12 of us. So a trip for the, for the 12 of us to go to to see a NFL game. So we saw the Tennessee Titans play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this past Sunday. And How was the attendance? Attendance was about uh, three quarters, maybe a little more than three quarters full. Okay. Yeah. So not horrible. Not but horrible. Not, good. not horrible. Not not. I mean, it's I don't. It's kind of what you expect out of a you know three and five team facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't even know what their record is. You know, some shitty record teams that are not going to make the playoffs and don't nice even uniforms, have uniforms though. Nice uniforms. That's true. Uh, the 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 Titans are not even starting their franchise quarterback or supposed to franchise quarterback Marcus Mariota, and so you know they don't. Who's all over their posters and everything? And you go in there and he's on the bench right now, not because he's injured, just because he's playing bad. So that you know, tag to them playing a crappy team, it's just you're not going to be a lot of people there. Plus, it's not a huge fan base to begin with. There's not a crazy amount of Titans fans. But anyway, Steed. The night before we go out to the game, a lot of us went back early because we were like, oh, we'll hang out at the Airbnb a little longer. Plus, we know that uh, we got to get up, you know, we got to get up early and go to this game, maybe go to the tailgate, stuff like that. So a lot of us went back from the bars at like maybe midnight. Uh, Steed went into my bedroom at like 3.30 in the morning and started talking to me for over 20 minutes, probably 20, 25 minutes. And I knew that had I decided to try to shut him up, while he was doing this, it just would have been so much worse. Like I, I could tell, you know, he's, he's one of those people there. If you're like, dude, get out, get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to sleep. He'd be like, uh, and like throw stuff at me or like keep opening the door or like, you know, he'd do something to just keep me up even longer. So I just heard him out for the 20 minutes, 25 minutes and went back to sleep at, you know, four in the morning, this at you three forty five, four in the morning. So, and then so wait, we, did yeah. he wake you up in this process? Like, were you already asleep? Oh, I was asleep. Yeah, I'd been asleep for two hours, three hours maybe. Yeah, probably two and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so he does that. But then, you know, so he got not a lot of sleep that night, 
going to the game the next day. And then that Sunday night, we're driving back from Nashville to Chicago. We left after the game. So we actually didn't even get back. I didn't get back to my apartment until a little after 1 a.m. And Steve dropped us off in Rosemont. So he probably didn't get back till like 1.30, 1.45. And he had to get up at 4 the next day for work. So that was like... so he, Yeah, he's yeah. probably passed out somewhere yes. right now. He's running on... He ran on like, you know, eight hours of sleep between two days um, total. And I can't imagine, you know, so that, that's my guess. Um, but I want him to tell some of the stories. I think we posted about it. He, he posted about it on the Instagram um, about what happened with him at a virtual reality set. So I let him tell some of the details of the Nashville trip when he's back. But I think that could be an explanation. Did you guys have like some Nashville hot chicken sandwich or something like I, that? The only, see, I always like whenever I'm doing a trip on my own, I always go for the classic cuisine of what's in the area. So like I always will make sure to go to a local restaurant type of thing. The only local food that I got was actually a Nashville hot chicken sandwich, but it was just from like Jason Aldean's bar on Broadway Street. Howdy, so partner. not like a place known for it, but it still was at least authentic to Nashville. Shout out to Jason Aldean. Yeah, shout out to Jason Aldean, sure. His bar is pretty there's, decent. There's your free advertisement. Yeah, there's your free advertisement. It's a pretty pretty decent bar. Here's, Wait, Jared, did you go get your picture taken next to the wings? Oh my god, I didn't even see. Had I seen the wings, obviously I would have thrown like an egg at the people or something. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. Um, oh man, but you got to do it like out of you know irony. Do it for the fans. I God, I wish. I I, I would want to do something like a shirtless pick or I would. I, what's like the most ridiculous thing that I could do there? Like, I don't even know. I would just want to get a big paint a can of paint and just throw it on the wall and run away. Can I get <laughs> can I get arrested for that? I'll have to see what the legality is of that. Just ruin the whole thing. Or just tag somebody. I'll how I could probably pay a local like, hey, here's seventy five bucks to spray paint Chubstep over the wings. Yeah, you could do that. I definitely could find some kid, you know, looking for a quick seventy five to do that. I will go no higher. That's my that's my price. I think that's a pretty reasonable price. Seventy five bones, that's yeah, not bad. Yeah. So Pat's For like a sixteen year old, that's a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. That kid is that kid's rich in the you know I don't know what a sixteen year old's gonna spend it on. Uh but you know, maybe escape probably McDonald's and like yeah. PlayStation. Or maybe some know. Burger King Pat, that's a segue to our segment about Burger King. The Impossible Whopper. The Impossible Whopper LTO. Limited time offer hey, for the idiots out there that don't so know can what I LTO go first? is. Yeah. Okay. So I had it today at about 4.30 in the afternoon, yeah. so about five hours ago. It's pretty fresh in my mind right now. Yeah. I did not know what made it the Impossible Whopper beforehand, um, so I was kind of expecting like it to be loaded with like a bunch of stuff. Okay, be, yeah. Like, super spicy yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I get this thing. It's like the size of a normal Whopper. Yes. I think maybe it has like... A couple extra tomatoes or a couple of extra pickles on it. So I'm like, yeah. oh, what did they just load it up with the stuff I hate? So it's like <laughs> impossible to finish or something. Yes, yes. And so first bite I took, I said, something's wrong with my burger. You dirty girls. It's, it's not cooked right. <laughs> um, doesn't taste right. Okay. Like, doesn't taste bad. But after I finished, I looked up what the Impossible Whopper is and 
it's basically a plant-based burger with zero beef. No meat, right? No meat. Yep. So we just had like a vegetarian hamburger, basically. Yes. Okay. Um, after eating it and not knowing what it is, I did not know it was a vegetarian burger. I just thought it was cooked funny. I yeah. didn't like think it was horrible, but at the same time, I thought something was like wrong with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just so confused. I was so confused after I finished that burger. I'm like, one, not impossible. Finished it. Mm-hmm. Two, <laughs> it didn't really taste that different. Yeah. I just like something's up with the burger. Yeah. So I, I will build on those points, elaborate and paint a picture with my words to the audience. So uh, I would agree that the biggest difference between the two is the way that they cook the burger. I feel like they don't flame broil it the same way that they do the regular Whopper. Do you feel like that? Well, having worked at a grill before, we did have a vegetarian burger, and it was cooked differently. It was cooked on a flat top versus like a... See, like an actual like grill. And to my knowledge, you're supposed to be able to treat this impossible meat. Impossible is the name of the company. Um, you're supposed to oh. you're supposed to be able to treat this impossible meat like you would any other burger. And and I feel like Burger King is cooking it differently because I I also I also felt that it was t- a little bit different. But I, I, the the reason I think it's they're supposed to go with the impossible name also is because it's supposed to be like how is this possible that this is not meat. And, right. and I think it, I had the two side by side when I did mine, I had a side by side and it was, you were, you, you did notice a difference. I, I don't think you could say there's no difference, but it was kind of a stretch to be like, oh yeah, this is significantly, you thought it was significantly worse, Pat. I, I noticed a difference. That's you what know, okay. I, I should stick with is I okay. noticed a difference, but I couldn't figure out what it was. I, yes. I thought like. I mean, the burger looks, it doesn't look like a hamburger. It's a different color. I, when I had the two next to each other, they looked pretty similar. Uh, I, I couldn't really tell a major look difference. And also I, I couldn't tell a major taste difference. I could, I could see that, Hey, this one tastes different than the other. I couldn't ping what it was that was different. Uh, you know, I, but I felt the texture was slightly off, but it felt because more, less about the texture of the meat, but more about how like kind of the char was on the outside. Agreed. Yeah, there was no yeah. char on the impossible. Yeah. And I think, but I, okay, so my thoughts on this are that the reason they're doing this is, you know, now a vegetarian or a vegan could eat a Whopper. And I think they're, they're getting a pretty good example of what a Whopper is, right? I feel like they kind of get, you could be like, this is what a Whopper is like. Maybe it's not exactly like it, but you basically are getting the, the feel for it, which is. is yeah. Impressive, yeah, impressive for somebody that's never had a Whopper, maybe because they're a vegetarian or vegan, or whatever. And so at least it's a different option. And if I guess, and if if an animal doesn't have to die to produce that meat, I'm okay with that. You know, again, we always talk about this. the The animal, we don't know what kind of animal it was going into this. Was it a good animal? Was it a bad animal? We don't know. We always assume these are like innocent animals that are dying. These could be piece of shit animals these could be the you know the the bully is that kind of thing so assuming it's a good animal i'd rather you know a plant be dead than an animal uh but yeah i don't I, it's kind of it's it's interesting it's interesting i'm okay with having that as an option there do you think that there's like an aggressive cow out there that's a shitty animal jared i do 
I think that if they're if if we think <laughs> that animals have personalities, you know, shitty dogs, Pat. Right? You've met a shitty dogs. Yeah, dogs have much different personalities than cows. I would I would cows argue are not pets, man. I would argue that if you spent time around cows, I'm sure a cow like anything else would have some sort of personality. You have not spent a lot of time well, around cows. I know that for a fact. Okay, yeah. No, well, one, you don't know that for a fact, but yes, you are correct. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, yeah, I guess the only way to find out is to ask someone who spends a lot of time with cows, if cows truly have, like, personalities. Because when I see a cow, I just see, like, just an animal that, like, doesn't really have, like, too much of a personality. Yes. You know? I... But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. If anybody has a connection to a farmer, please email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com because that would be interesting to to hear kind of... Specifically yeah. cows, though. Specifically like, I can cows. see, like, pigs having personality. Yeah, they're supposed like, to be pretty smart. Definitely, like, turkeys and whatnot. But I don't know. Just, like, something about a cow, it just seems so bland. Yeah, they're kind of blah. Like, kind of just eating and... Yeah. They, they let you jerk them off and, like, get their milk and, like, don't even, like, hesitate about it. Pad, the fact That's that you just are me. just okay with, like, you just know that you can just jerk them off. Like, you seem like you do have some experience. With the whole cow thing? No, I've never tried that. I like I like where you're trying to go with okay. this, Jared, but no, that's yeah. not correct. Okay, fair enough. We consummated the marriage, and it went well. <laughs> so the cookie jar was taken care of well. Pat, what was something you wanted to get to? It's been a while, so let's do That's Enough Whole Foods. Perfect. All right. Where do you think I'm going with this, Jared? Just pick like a subcategory. Um, how about uh, dairy? I'll give you a hint. It's, it's, it's an ingredient. It's not like, um, oh, like okay. a main dish. How about a, a spice? No. A sh- uh, sh- um, it's... Okay. It's a component of a pizza pie. Component pizza pie flour. Yes. Okay. That's correct. So here's our product we're talking about today. Contains almond flour, flour, uh, cauliflower, baking soda, organic oregano, cream of tartar. Oh, I don't want to know what that is. Organic yep. garlic. We are talking about almond flour pizza dough mix. <laughs> yes. Which is also naturally gluten-free. Okay, of course. Um, Jared, give me some thoughts before we give this a ruling. Uh, is, okay, almond flour. Yeah, I mean, the, the only reason anybody would pot- possibly ever use this is because it is gluten-free. That's the only explanation I could possibly think of, because almond, that just sounds bad. It doesn't sound like something you'd want on pizza, right? No. No. No, I agree. It's like, this is just like the biggest hipster bullshit product I've seen in a long time, so I wanted to bring it up. I'm going to say that's enough Whole Foods. Nobody wants almond flour pizza dough. That doesn't no. sound right. I don't want my pizza to taste like nuts. No fucking person on planet Earth puts nuts on pizza. No, that's never a topping. That's literally never a topping. And the people do crazy things on pizza, and nuts are never a topping. They do fucking french fries and Oreos. I ain't never heard of almonds. Exactly. So that's enough Whole Foods. That's what you're saying? That's what I'm ruling it. I'm saying that's enough Whole Foods. Continue to piss me off. I would agree. fucking stupid products that idiots out there actually buy. I agree. I agree. Preach, Pat. Preach. So Preach, brother. Preach, brother. So 
Uh, I speaking at, earlier, we were talking about pictures of things. I had a guy at the gym. Uh, I, God, I had a guy at this was I was at the local gym in Chicago a couple of days ago. I'm doing what uh, is the local gym? Where do you go? Uh, the export in the South Loop in Chicago. So, oh yeah, you've told me this. Yeah, that's right. So this well, guy it's export. So let's start with that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I should clarify people that don't know export that that don't live in the Chicago area. It's it's uh, they've got a lot of locations. It's pretty douchey. Uh, it's yes. if you were to you know picture what the worst stereotypes in a gym are, that's like every single one of them exists at export. And I go there's there. Probably going to be a fight on the basketball court. There's going to be a fight on the basketball court. There's going to be guys wearing shirts that legally cannot be called shirts. There's such little fabric that they're they're literally can see both of their nipples, but technically they're wearing a shirt so that they because you can't be shirtless while working out. You know, you see a lot of horrible tattoos, a lot of neck tats, a lot of different sort of things, a lot of and 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 a lot of what I'm about to get to, which is and a lot of a lot of people sitting in their car just like in the parking lot, always on their phone just like hanging out there. I don't know. It's like yeah. Anyway, uh, I am doing my leg press, putting up numbers. Might I? Might I tell you? So, uh, <laughs> this guy comes up to me, and he says, "Hey, man, uh, do you, are you?" I thought he says, "Are you videoing me?" And I'm like, "No, I'm not videoing you. What are you talking about?" Turns out he wanted me to take a video of him, and Uh-oh. and I'm like, "Oh God, this is everything. Every single thing I hate about the gym is this taking the videos of somebody while they're doing a workout." The guy is doing. The guy is doing 225 uh, on the squat on the squat rack, <clears throat> which is nothing crazy. That's like the standard. I, yeah, I would say that's a standard for a bigger guy that's maybe doing squats, but not like a same amount. He he comes over and he's like, "Yeah, you, you hold on this, and it's a Black Sabbath song, so it'll just end when it's done." And but it was like in the <laughs> middle of it. It had like you know 20 seconds already cut out for it. And so I gotta know, did you know the Black Sabbath song? I couldn't hear it. I couldn't hear it because it was loud uh, in the gym. I was loud in the gym. That would have made my day if you knew. I that. know. So this guy, yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I did not, I did not want to do this. But I go kind of the same time a lot of days, so I knew I'm gonna see. I see this guy. I've seen him there before, and I don't want to just be like put in an awkward situation. I'm like, you know what, bro? I'm good. Thank you. Uh, so I'm just like, fuck it. I'll do it. I, I hate this, but I felt so well, awkward. Well, well, yeah. Jared. Now that you've opened up, that you're open to doing, I know. It, so now it's a very good point. Again in the future, God. It, well, I think I can, I can do it one time without. That's a very good point, though, Pat. But I think hopefully I can get away with not doing it again in the future. I was just standing there, and you can see me in the video. I'm wearing a very like neon green shirt, and I'm holding this down, just like. And the guy's just doing a couple like that. Yeah, he does like eight squats at two twenty five. I'm like, awesome. What? Why am I doing this? Who? Who cares that you're doing this? It's just, it's so awkward. Anyway. Uh, I did it. Wasn't happy about it. Uh, please don't ever ask me to do that again. So you do leg press, Jared. Um, I can't do that ever again after seeing the video of the guy's legs just caving in. Did oh, no, I don't want to see the video because that will stop me from doing it. Make sure you never have your legs completely straight because this dude's legs like bent in the uh, opposite way. Yeah. And they like instantly broke. Yeah, I can't bad. do it. Like I can't unsee it. And so yeah. every time I ever go to leg press, I'm like, this this gonna be it. Yeah. And I will look over, and people will be doing calf raises on the leg press machine, which you're not supposed to do. Yes, yes. Their legs will be completely uh, straight. God, yeah. They'll be. Oh my god, it gives me so much anxiety. Oh, I have to leave the room sometimes. Like this dude's gonna fucking never walk again. 
exactly. Gross. Uh, okay. I do want to point out that I did see little Stevie. I did see little Stevie like a week and a half ago. I didn't say it on the show. Um, I wasn't trying to keep it a secret, but I will, I was going to, I'll post the picture now. Steve, little Stevie was in Chicago. Uh, pets. I've texted you about this. You did not respond. Smacko was in Chicago right now. He'll be here for the next couple weeks. You told him when he got in, you didn't respond. You're acting surprised. I texted you this. In two different no, chats. No, no, no. I, I was like, in my head, I'm like, uh, what do you want me to do with this? You didn't tell me like he was in town. Oh, he's in town. You need to uh, give him a pizza. For sure. Okay. The, the, next time, maybe give me a little backstory, <laughs> okay. George. Just I don't thought say, I did. hey, this Smacko's number. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to fucking call thought, him when thought, he's over in I Germany thought in the or group something. Chat, I thought in the group chat I had said that Smacko is... Uh, uh, Hey, I said, Pat, Smacko just landed in Chicago. You need to make him a pizza. That was on October 24th at 2.12 uh, in the group chat. What, what day was October 24th? Was a it Thursday. Was it Thursday? At 2 oh, o'clock. Was that night? Nope. Oh, 2 o'clock. Well, I was at work, and I ignored you, Jared. <laughs> okay. So sorry about that. Okay. I just wanted to, all right, all right, just wanted to clear that up. Okay. Was this in the Jared and Paul and Pat group? Yes. Mm, I never got it. <laughs> That's the lie. I'll screenshot it. No, it's not. I will, I will send you a screenshot. I have October 22nd, and then I have today. <laughs> oh, my God. Text message? He has a text message. Yep, yep, yep. Sending it right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's do a different one here. All right. Let's go to an email from Smacko and, and, and do that. Smacko! Here. All right. So he says, best chub up lines. He says, hello. Well, hello. I had a friend. Let's call him Chubstep Coach. <clears throat> who used to use the almost perfect line, sleep with me, I'm lonely, to pick up chicks and fellas at bars. This got me thinking, what's the most successful pickup line you've ever used or seen used? Thanks, Smacko. Postscript, happy birthday, Pat. Love. Thanks, bro. Yeah. And then uh, Chubstep Jack replied, that line works 4% of the time every time. And then, yeah, I, I can't see how that would ever work. And Chubstep okay. Dan replied, humble brag, thanks, Dan. Sent from my iPhone. He actually sent. He added a descent from my iPhone earlier in the, <laughs> earlier in the uh, in the lines. Like it wasn't automated. He just put it in there. But uh, pickup lines. He's yeah. Uh, I'm sleep with me. I'm lonely. Uh, okay. One of the lines, Pat. You can you know feel free to judge this all you want. Um, one of the lines to use is you know like say you have to already be kind of in the the problem with this one is you kind of have to already be in a slight conversation with the person but if they're like you know oh do you want to buy me a drink you would reply yeah i do that uh but you'd probably fall in love with me you know you do something when you tell somebody the opposite of something so that they think that thing i just think it's a dumb line well it's not a uh, these aren't no pickup line is good there's no that's true um, yeah it's true what was the one about karate it was like, um, hey, girl, do you do karate because your body is banging? Was that it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, y- do you know karate because your body is kicking? That's what yeah. it is. Well, okay, so what, what mine is trying to do, Pat, uh, you, 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 you're, there's a lot of those classic, like a mirror in the pocket ones and that kind of thing, or, you know, uh, banana in the pocket, or do you just have a boner? You know, things like that that are very obvious. Um <laughs> so but but then there's the more clever ones that somebody's trying to you're trying to use a line and one of those i was trying to say is that 
you know, you try to say, oh yeah, I would do that for you, but you'd probably fall in love with me. And you say that like, like you're so unresistible that whatever the person's going to do, they're going to, you're, they're going to fall in love with you. And that kind of makes them intrigued. This is not a line that actually works. Again, none of these actually work, but that was just first one that came to mind uh, with that. I don't think I've ever used the pickup line. My usual strategy was to make an observation and comment on it. What if the observation was something negative about the person? Did you ever neg someone? Um, looks like you're not having fun. Why are you on your phone? Yeah. Something like that. Or like, hey, um, what's a piece of shit like you doing in a bar like this? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! That uh, how would that ever work? <laughs> no. no, that would obviously would never work, and you should never say that to somebody that you don't know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, the sleep with me thing. I guess if that's what you're going for, you just works four percent of the time. Then it's just a numbers game, right? So if Chubbs up Jack says it works, try that out a hundred times a week. You're getting laid four times a week. Yes. That's true. But if somebody's also... Gotta, it's, it's a numbers game. If somebody's reacting that way, then they've probably reacted that way a hundred times prior to that. So be warned. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, again, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Chubstep, some of these other ones are, these are involving Steed, so I don't want to read these ones. Yeah, we'll wait on some of these other emails here, Pat. But I did want to get to a Billy Bob Thorne movie review because I didn't do one last week. Oh, okay. okay. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor, once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, what's well, like this, you can say three but not four. Well, it's funny because I mean, you know, we have rules money. in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and you know, stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino. So, uh, yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before night, uh, anything before nineteen fifty or so. Okay, shut the f- up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We we took a, the guy who was six five, and shrunk him down for the f- movie. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God oh. damn it. I mean, seriously, what he's is he dwarf? Of course, he's that f- short. That's. And the question is that: Am I on f- acid? From nineteen ninety eight. Directed by Sam Raimi, who directed Spider-Man. We're talking about this movie starring Bill Paxton, Billy Bob Thornton, and Bridget Fonda, A Simple Plan, 1998. You ever seen this, Pat? A Simple Plan, no. The tagline is, sometimes good people do evil things. What is your guess on what the movie is based on that? <clears throat> a simple plan good people do evil things is that what you said yep um it's Billy Bob Thornton he's a scumbag pretending to be a good guy I don't know maybe a guy who needs work so he dresses up as Santa Claus and then robs him <laughs> yeah all. yeah yeah interesting interesting choice so I'm going to, I'm going to paint you a little, well, actually, first I'll tell you who else was in this movie. One of the other guys is Gary Cole, who plays the, uh, the boss in office space. You ever seen that one? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Of course. That guy he's in this. And also very briefly, 
uh, John Bill Paxton's dad, John Paxton, is in this. So I, when I when I accidentally last week said that I was going to be reviewing a movie that had John Paxton in it, and I said no, that's not right People because must, he's involved yeah. with the Bulls front office. John Paxton actually right. is in this, but it's a different John Paxton. <laughs> it's Bill Paxton's Everybody's dad. Confused John Paxton. John Paxton. Bill Paxton didn't know John Paxton was going to be going to be in this movie until like he saw this headshots of who they had picked to be in the movie. He's in the movie very briefly and buys something from Bill Paxton's store. Um, but that would be kind of funny if your dad was just in your movie and you didn't even know. So <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna paint for you a little question mark of what you would do if you found a a plane crash and you walked upon it and you found millions of dollars in cash in it what would you do knowing that you kind of happened upon this randomly and you don't and there's nobody around that's going to see you grab this so do you keep the cash or do you take the possible karma with you is what you're saying or do you turn it into the authorities and let them know that hey a plane crashed and there's a bunch of money in it I should clarify there's dead bodies in this plane crash. Like pe- people had died in this plane crash. You f- they found a bunch of money in the plane. I I'm keeping it. You're keeping it. I'm keeping it. Okay, so uh this is the issue that they come across in a simple plan 1998. Bill Paxton, uh who's kind of like a guy that he went to college, he came he comes back to his small town, he kind of works at a at a, a supply shop, general store type of thing. Um, you know, not, not probably if you have a college degree, what you want to be doing. Uh, he has his brother also that is played by Mr. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton is a slow, it's a very different role for him. I I've heard it's similar to his role in Sling Blade. I haven't seen Sling Blade yet, but he is slow in this movie. Like he, you could, he has kind of a learning disability. He's not, he's very nice in this movie, but he's, he's not very bright. And Billy Bob Thornton's Brent, uh, best movie is this guy named Brent Briscoe, who's been in a lot. Of, you'd recognize him probably, but the two of them are, are you know, they're like they're not bright. They're with Bill Paxton. They kind of happen across. They're in the woods for you know whatever reason. They're in the woods and they come across this plane that has millions of dollars in it, and they're like, "What are we gonna do?" And they kind of evolves from there. And so I will t- tell you that obviously that right away they keep the money, and then you know a lot of stuff starts happening. And this one is, I really enjoyed this movie. One thing, it's a very different role for a Billy Bob compared to like all the other ones I've been talking about. <clears throat> all the ones I've been talking, you know, like he, you can, he is a very different role. And I, I like that kind of seeing that side of it. Bill Paxson, I love Bill Paxson. Um, my girlfriend is not, and we have, this is a, probably our biggest fight you know, that we go back and forth with is, is Bill Paxton a good guy or a bad guy? I think he's a good guy. He died recently. He's also very sad. I guess two years ago, 2017, but, um, you know, it's kind of sad. Still recent. Still recent. And he died young. He died very young at 61. Oh, I talked about Texas rising on a past Chubstep episode with Brendan Fraser. It was a mini series about kind of some Texas, uh, Texas group of guys with, uh, he played Sam Houston in Texas rising. It's a good movie. This is kind of interesting. It's, it's a little different. Fargo-esque feels like uh, could be in the same world as Fargo, uh, which I, a movie I like a lot as well. So I think if you kind of like the vibes of that, it's not as intense as that one, but it's a lot very similar in a lot of ways um, to that. So I would check out A Simple Plan 1998, a top tier on the Alamo scale of Davy Crockett. So there you go. Check it out. Check it out. 
Um, <clears throat> Wait, uh, so, so yeah. how do you even get a movie like that? Like, where do you find it? Oh, I that was on Amazon Prime. They actually have movies from like 1998. That yeah, many people a lot of these movies. A lot Prime. of these. So the ones I'll do first, so people know. I just will. I'll go to like Amazon Prime. I'll just Google. I'll just search. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton and then I just watch the ones that are free there first and I'll go to like Netflix watch all the ones free there then I'll go to like Hulu watch all the ones free there whatever it is then I'll try to find any on YouTube that I can and then once I've exhausted all those means then I will start ordering them you know either I have to buy a DVD or I have to buy it you know they don't they don't rent for free I have to buy it somewhere that kind of thing that's how I start going through these so a lot of these early ones are ones that I've when you purchase the low tier movies do you just throw them out when you're done no that's when i try to give them away as chubstep giveaways but nobody's been biting on these (laughs) (laughs) i know i know um was there something else you want to get to pat uh bear's not good bro yeah yes you know so the thing about talking with you know too much sports in in a podcast is like some, a lot of people don't listen to a podcast, you know, they listen to it maybe a couple of months later, a couple of weeks later. So it's not as relevant. I think this will be relevant, um, for a while because the bears are just looking absolutely terrible. So lost to a two and five team lost to a two and five team. The bears are now a three and four team. All right. Wait, sorry, is that right? That's three, right. They okay. had the bye. Yes. Uh, and it's, it's embarrassing. You're t- like, you're a team that, was was almost Super Bowl bound, you know, definitely close in the top four had they made a field goal last year. And to go from that to having those expectations, you're expecting a second year, everybody's second year in, the, you know, another year in the system of the coach. I'm not a coach. Everybody's expecting big things. And then team doesn't really change almost at all and somehow gets so much worse. It, it's like it's – one of the hardest seasons I can remember to watch just because everybody was expecting so much. Jared, this is like a total nightmare for me. This was the first football season I was looking forward to in a long time. And I don't think the team's going to make the playoffs. And I think even worse that the Packers are going to win the division. And it's like being stuck back at Marquette all over again. Yeah. It's, it's literally like the worst time to be a Chicago bears fan right now. I agree. It's, the last thing you want to see when your team is doing bad is your rival team to be doing very good, and that's exactly what's going on. And I thought both teams were going to do the opposite this year. Yes. So yep. that's like the really weird part about it. Yeah. It's it's one of those things also, it's so brutal to listen to like this talk show in Chicago, the sports talk shows. It's There's a rip on the coach. It's insane. And the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's you... I could, you could, it would be very hard for them to be in Chicago right now and not hear what's going on because it is everywhere well, on all the TVs, everything. I, I mean, I never want the Bears to lose, but when they do lose, the only thing that I actually enjoy is the post game show. Yes, yes. Uh, Hamp and OB. Oh yes. my God, they just go off. <laughs> It is. It is. It is. It's more. It is more fun to listen to a post game show when they've lost bad than when they've won good. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I mean, I don't. I, I would just agree that it makes you like feel a little bit better knowing you're not the only one upset. Yes, you're right. It is. It is the finding the other people that are like, oh, you're going through this too. But it's like obviously they're going through this. But it's nice to hear their expect. Oh, that's exactly what I feel like. You know. Oh my God, how could they? You know. Yeah. You get through frustrations out with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That was my weekend. I had to hang my hat on that. Well, I, yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. It's kind of getting late, so I want to wrap it up. But I, I am one hundred percent 
where it's just like it's not it's it's so hard to be you know to be a fan of a team and have so many crappy years and then you finally get to the point where you feel like you have a good year and then it's just actually one of the worst years so far because it's just it's just terrible when you're expecting Man, so much end the show on a negative note positive note is next week we got some we got some good emails and stuff coming up next week will be another week and it'll be fresh new stuff fresh new ideas fresh new everything it'll be november it'll be november that's true and i mean we got thanksgiving coming up yep that's a good holiday that's a good one halloween sure. will be over which kind of kind of sucks halloween's my favorite but yeah oh well also last thing on this halloween on a weird thursday is a bad halloween day do you agree with that um it's weird are you leaving are you leaving candy for trick-or-treaters jared good question i've never done it before i should say i didn't do it last year i also wasn't living here last year so i don't know what i'm gonna do um i I guess i'm gonna lock my gate and not come home until it's over yeah it's yeah it's strange I, I well what's what's weird about Thursday though is just party wise it's like the weekend before it feels too early you're like this is hey this is five right. days before like um, Friday before Saturday before it's five days before Thanksgiving or uh, before and Halloween you, you don't want to do it after either. yeah and so, af- yeah, it's just after seems weird because weird now it's already happened so now it's it's a bad time for parties I saw some before and some after I, I don't know it, it's it's I prefer you got to go with like a Friday Saturday or Sunday or Monday, you know, something within like a day or two. And it's pretty obvious what it is like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is not a good Halloween day. So I'm actually canceling, um, <laughs> canceling Halloween this year. Also, yeah. uh, here's a little a teaser for next week. I'm canceling gender reveal parties. Can't officially canceling them. Oh, snap. Yes. Cause as, I don't hate it, Jared, as some people I have heard, there's to, been, yes, yeah. there, there's been some serious consequences lately, lately from some uh, gender reveals. So, We'll get to that next week. Uh, Pat, uh, follow Pat Callahan on Instagram. Pat Callahan. 44, 44 bitches. 44, baby. That's you. That's this Pat Callahan. Don't you forget it. And me, JRedzy3, Chubstep Podcast on Instagram. All those things show every Thursday. Rate the show on iTunes. And the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.